All right, we're back for another episode of the YVR Remo Show. And today, this is an important one. We've It's been top of mind, uh, been in the news frequently around renewals, upcoming renewals. We just spoke on this topic uh, actually in, in April earlier in this year. And uh, we want to continue on this topic because things are changing. Stats are, are coming out freak, uh, fast and furious. And one of the one of the big pieces of data that, that really hit home for us is is the fact that 19% of all renewals in the country are actually coming up for renewal in the next 12 months. And that's a massive number. And even more, uh, even, even more of a shocking stat is 69% of those folks that have those renewals coming up um, are in significant fear of payment shock. So we wanna go through what that means today. Uh, there's a few, few numbers and stats that we're gonna continue to touch on throughout this episode and we want to go through just some of the critical differences that we're going to see over the next 12 months some of the options that you have at your disposal um, as you kind of navigate through this this time and and most importantly all of this is going to be summarized in a in a very clear and concise guide so for anyone that's listening to this episode or watching this on on video make sure to to connect uh, to the landing page that's in the notes. Uh, there's going to be a very detailed guide on on all of these takeaways. So um, if you're somebody that likes to take notes, no need to to take notes on this one. We have a we have a lot of info um, and we're really going to prepare you for the next steps here going forward. So I'll pass it off to to Tyler. Uh, I know you got some some numbers there that uh, that can be helpful to just get started here. Sure. Yeah. And, and just to reiterate, like part of the reason or the main reason we're hitting this again um, Last time we talked about this was sort of the start of spring. And it, it, at that time, it really looked like inflation was rolling over, rates were coming down, so it was less of a story. But now, like, definitely the biggest story in the mortgage and perhaps real estate world moving forward over the next 12 months is your mortgage renewal. And yeah, that number, almost 70% 70 of people are worried about their payment. Like, just to give you some idea, like an average five-year fix taken this time five years ago, you're sitting just under 3%. You know, the example I'm going to use is around 2.79. When your mortgage is coming up for renewal, uh, the new mortgage balance you'll be taking is going to be around 445000 remaining. And I'm comparing a rate that you would probably take. I'm going to use a three-year because that's just been, you talk to any mortgage professional, the most popular term taken in 2023 is without a doubt been a three-year fixed. Um, you're you're looking at a payment increase of around 1300 bucks a month, right? So, you know, you, that's a big, big number. It can, you know, worry a lot of people. I mean, you would hope income over that time start to increase, but it's just, it's important to keep that in mind because that may mean for some people lifestyle change, right? That may mean, um, you know, trying to add a second mortgage or restructure their loan, you know, it, it there'll be a lot of sticker shock, right? So that's why we're hitting on this topic again is because we want to make sure people are doing everything they can, right? So, you know, the, the the biggest difference, it's not, it's not, you know, earth-shattering news. We're coming off of the cheapest rates we've had, you know, in Canadian mortgage history to the most expensive ones we've had in over 15 years. So if you're not planning for it, uh, that's gonna be a pretty big sticker shock. And and the whole purpose of this is to get this information out so people are gonna take the time. Uh, to put everything in place, run those numbers early, and really start assessing their options well in advance to hopefully kind of ease their their you know their concerns leading up to renewal season. 
Yeah, really good points. And I mean, just to touch on a couple different types of mortgages and, and the people that are going to have the biggest payment shock. So like anyone that was in a fixed rate term for more than, you know, two or three years, again, you're probably in a in a pretty low and, and cheap interest rate, you're going to be coming up for renewal in an interest rate that's probably double, if not a little bit more. Um, so you're going to be, a, you're going to see a significant increase in payment uh, in those situations. Uh, there's an adjustable rate variable mortgage. And as the Bank of Canada has raised rates, your payment is automatically increasing as well. Those people coming up for renewal aren't going to have as big of a shock because your payment has a forced increase every time the Bank of Canada has uh, risen. And then a true variable um, with a static payment essentially means that although the Bank of Canada has raised rates countless times, you might have not changed your payment at all, just meaning that you're probably not even covering um the interest at this point, uh, let alone any principal. And those are also mortgages that are probably going to have a pretty massive payment shock coming up for renewal. So, you know, if you're in a fixed rate or if you're in a variable and you haven't changed your payments, you should definitely be getting ahead of this uh, and start planning. I mean, you know, people are talking about selling their homes because of the the impact that this is going to have. And again, I think that there's a lot of different ways, depending on your situation, you know, your, the equity in the property, uh, what you qualify to do. I think that there are definitely a lot of options to be able to retain your home and get through this tough period. Again, we're, you know, we're calling it a period of time because this very likely won't last forever. Rates will come down to a more reasonable level. And we'll talk about some of the options here, probably uh, moving it over to Dean, but you know, re-amortizing, pulling out some cash just to live off, right? If if you literally can't make the the new payment that's being offered to you, you know, we've seen people that are just throwing an extra 40 grand uh, in their bank account. They're pulling it out of their equity and, and they've got a slush fund of 40,000 to supplement their income for the next two years or whatever that number is. Before we jump into some of these options, I, I think a big lingering concern for a lot of people is just requalification. What does it look like? Is, is it going to be even feasible to requalify to to make changes and i mean those are certainly situations that are going to be concerning and 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 more reason to to reach out and look at your options well in advance so if your mortgage is coming up for 12 months reach out 100 as soon as possible if even 24 months it's good to start planning if there's something we can do to adjust you know an income structure whether you're self-employed or, or commission-based and there's something we could look at as an option to to help you and prepare for the upcoming renewal in two years or whatever the case may be, more time the better to start making changes if requalification is going to be a concern. So I think just to really hammer home like the timeline of when to look at your options is very, very important to get on that really early. We've seen renewal packages from really all major Canadian lending institutions with rates, you know, significantly above market rates. And so what I mean by that is if you have a mortgage coming up for renewal, typically the banks actually won't send you any form of communication until closer to maturity. So, you know, these would be for folks that are probably within the six month window of their renewal date. They're going to be receiving letters and, and packages from their lenders with rates a lot higher than what is available today. And that's that's been going on for years and years and years. That's nothing new to this current timeline or, or this current period of time. That's just a common strategy, common sales strategy that the banks uh, take it where, you know, they're really just sending you a letter and assuming that you just sign it. And that's the easy button. A lot of people will just take the automated renewal letter and, and just take that and move forward because it's just that you just sign and you move forward and it's done. But the things to keep in mind is that nothing changes on the terms of your mortgage from 
how much time you have left in your amortization and you're quite regularly taking a higher rate than than it's available in the market so you know when you look at options which we're going to jump into like reamortization reamortizing the mortgage which again we'll we'll get into more detail on what that looks like adding more money what derek mentioned um to to you know supplement extra cash to get you through these times all of that would not be available in this type of scenario where the bank is just sending you a renewal letter it's it you're, you're you're stuck in that case so very important to not sign any letters of that nature until you talk to talk to a mortgage professional or, or reach out to to our company because that is that is where we can intervene and really make a difference so just really wanted to hammer home on that piece um you know looking at you know, just looking at the way these these departments work. So staying on this topic of, you know, you get this letter, you get this package. Well, where does that come from? It comes from a, a renewal department. So, you know, a lot of these lenders have renewal departments. They may call them retention teams. These are people that work in those departments and are really just their goal is to just sell you on signing that document as soon as possible. They are not giving you any advice on what we just talked about or what we're going to get into from an option perspective. They're going to do everything they can to get you to sign that. And typically they're going to use... You know, potentially, you you may take it as a threat uh, from a perspective of sign this now. You have three days to sign this, or the rates are going up even further. And you know, a lot of times that's just not true. It it is a tactic to just get you to sign that document and move forward. So again, don't don't panic if you get these letters. Don't panic if you get these phone calls. Just reach out. We can calm the nerves. We can likely do a lot better and have a lot more time in our hands. So with that let's dive into these you know kind of what to do so we kind of touched on it just right there first piece being shop reach out look at your options um you know moving forward from there maybe tally you can kind of jump into that next step i hear all that and, and like you know one thing i'll say about banks is like they've actually you know i'm going to hammer them pretty qu- closely here but like on the other side they've they've through all the variable rate increases that have that have happened like they've been very forgiving and, and helpful because like you know, they, the last thing they want is a foreclosure, right? At the same time, banks are going to bank like this is this is a business, right? They want to extract as much interest income out of the borrowers as they possibly can. And just to beat the chest of a, you know, a good mortgage broker. Um, this is part of the value add, right? Like banks are getting in touch with clients early on renewal and rates are going down. Now, why would they do that? Because they're trying to lock you into a high rate now because they know rates are trending downwards to again, extract more interest income out of you. Now, what we're seeing a lot of times too, because interest rates are continuing to going up, going up, they're sitting back and they're waiting till like the last minute or the last month. You know, they 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 strategize this, right? You kind of have to think like this is a business for the bank. So why are they going to offer you a renewal when they see the trend for rates has been upwards, right? Uh, and Dean, you're right. Like the service provided about offering terms and options, uh, it's not really there. I was talking to a client yesterday and they got. And I'm not going to name the bank, but their their renewal offer came through their mobile app. It was like a message on their app saying, here's your renewal offering, click here. Like imagine that you just click a button on your app and boom, you're locked into like a new like three, four, five year fixed rate term. So it, it it's you just have to think about it, right? Like again, this is a business this is what they're trying to do. They're trying to again extract as much interest income out of you as they as they possibly can. So yeah, I mean the first thing you can definitely do is just is just shop. I mean, much like everything in life, when you're negotiating, the first offer, the first price probably isn't the best. So you know, don't be fooled by this. You have you know, 36, 48, you know, 72 hours to to make this decision. Um, 
you know, make sure you, I guess to walk that further back, like if you've planned beforehand and you get that, you're, you're a little bit more prepared for it. Uh, because, you know, as I say, like the first offer is, is rarely the best offer. And, and certainly one trend we've noticed if, if your bank is communicating with you, they seem to mostly be talking about five-year terms, right? They're like, here's our five-year fixed. Here's our five-year variable. Call us, you know, in three days and let us know what you want. Just so you're aware, there's other terms. You can take a one-year, you can take a two, three, four, five-year fix. There's usually two sets of variable. There's a three-year, there's a five-year. You can take an open term. Like they should offer you their full suite of uh, mortgage terms and rates available, not just the five-year, which is just because it's the most common one taken. It's the one that's going to earn the bank the most. And it's actually probably the one that's going to pay the renewal specialist the most, right? So just make sure you're aware that, you know, when the renewal comes up, you, you should have options and terms. And the last thing I'll say on this is get your payments quoted because it might sound like you're getting a cheaper rate by going with the three-year versus the two-year or the four-year. But if the payment itself is a significant jump, you, when you come up for renewal, that's your chance to be a free agent. And you can look at, and I'll, I'll let Derek explain this a bit more. You can look at re-amortizing, rolling back your payments, all that kind of stuff. But just to agree to a rate without actually knowing you know, the, the payment that you're looking at is a little bit dangerous, right? Because you might pick the five-year because it's the cheapest rate. Then you see the payment and you're like, oh my God, I can't handle this. We got to sell. And then you break that five-year early, you're going to be stuck with a massive penalty. You think about how many clients like a big bank has with mortgages, like they just simply don't have the people, they don't have the staff to to like reach out and book a meeting and book a phone call for every single renewal that's coming up. So they just blanket, send these out in the mail, through an app, through an email. Like there is no conversation. And I would say that like literally 99% of consumers that have a mortgage need to have a conversation about whether it be products or like, do you need to re-amortize or do you need to pull some money out to do that renovation or whatever it might be. There's just, there's so many different situations that can come up. And again, that free agent piece, like I, I, I couldn't agree more. Like that's your opportunity to change something if it makes sense to make the change. Um, and there's typically a lot of benefit in doing that without triggering massive penalties after the fact. So yeah, I think it's just quite literally, and that's where like a broker comes into play is, you know, most brokers have a database, but it's it's manageable that like you can reach out and like you can even automate these things and you can book a phone call and you can talk to someone that's actually, actually working in your best interest, right? Talking about different lender options and different products. And again, at the end of the day, like for a broker, it's we have the consumer's best interest in mind. And, and if we don't, it shows. And, and you know, those clients wouldn't come back to that broker the, the next time they're up for renewal if, if it wasn't uh, processed properly. So let's just touch on that payment truck and understanding what the payment is. That's a good, really good piece of advice is to get that payment quoted. Let's just assume payment has doubled from what you you currently are coming out of. That is a significant shock. Even, I mean, that that may be the extreme side of things, but it's it's common. We are seeing that. We are seeing people have payments jump as much as double. And so what can we do about that? So you can re-amortize the mortgage. A lot of people don't like that thought or at that thought is scary. And so what we mean by that is let's say you have 20 years left on your amortization. So 20 years left to paying off the full balance of that mortgage, you can re-amortize that mortgage back up to 30 years. And a lot of people think of that as like, that's crazy. Why would I add another 10 years uh, of paying down my mortgage? And, and it, 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 it's, a, it's a good way to think. Obviously, you don't want to add debt for, for, for more time than you need. But it, the best way to look at this is it's is what is it what it does is it establishes a minimum payment threshold that's much lower than what you're being quoted and knowing that you know this isn't going to last forever it can be a bridge to getting 
through some tough times and and ultimately staying in the house and not having to sell the house and 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 that's super important to to hone in on and and if you can get to that payment that's let's say you know maybe five hundred dollars more opposed to a thousand dollars more because you reamortize and that allows you to stay in your home and get through say the next one year you can look at that plan again in one year and look at increasing the payment it's always you can always increase the payment back up to what you would expect to be at from a perspective of getting this mortgage paid off in 20 years. We can give you that payment amount to help you get back to that point later on, but this bridges the gap again to get through the next 12 months. So that's something that's really important to consider is reamortization is not a bad thing and it can really help you. Second of all, it can really help you for qualification on future investment. So if you're, you know, if you're considering buying a property, let's say maybe you don't you know, the payment shock isn't going to change your lifestyle too, too much. You're not really concerned about it, but you know, you have plans to buy an investment property down the road or a, you know, a vacation home. Reamortization again is something to really consider because that minimum payment threshold is what's going to report on your credit bureau. So you can, you know, still have a payment that pays your mortgage off in 20 years because you increase the payment, but the reamortization has brought the minimum payment down to a much lower number, which is what's going to be used to qualify for other properties. So always consider reamortization at, at this time, because again, to, to Tyler's point, you are a free agent, you are avoiding penalties and all those sorts of things that are going to cost you uh, down the road if you choose to do this down the road when you've already renewed. So um, just want to really hammer home reamortization. And, um, and with that, maybe we can jump into some of the other options. I know Derek briefly touched on adding more debt to the mortgage so increasing the mortgage and having let's say a slush fund or emergency fund for for extra payments or extra life um life events so tyler maybe take that away just how you know how could you you know best use that and and, and it's all also just a caution it be careful with taking out extra money just for the sake of taking out extra money you know looking at a budget so on and so forth maybe you can kind of touch on that yeah sure i i guess when I hear that, like there's, there's, my mind goes to a few different places, right? You know, just because you're coming up for renewal, you know, that's also your opportunity to maybe add money. Um, there's no penalty to do that, right? Like when your mortgage maturity date comes up, you can do whatever you can manage with that, with that mortgage, right? So, you know, maybe there is a life event coming up. Maybe your wife's going on or your partner's going on maternity leave. There's going to be like an income change coming up, right? That could be your opportunity to either pull out some equity, right? To build in a bit of a slush fund to get you through the, the tougher times. You know, although lines of credit are, you know, so difficult to qualify for right now, that might be a time to add one of those, right? Uh, and then that can be your sort of fallback. Maybe you can try and get you into one of those all-in-one product uh, products as well if your current lender doesn't have those. Um, and then there's even the more creative pieces, right? There's, there's line of credit products that aren't available. Um, that, sorry, there's line of credit products that are offered on the alternative market that'll again build in a bit of a buffer for you and you can even go as creative and we'll probably launch roll this out shortly at, um, you know from thrive mortgage and probably do a podcast on it but something called like a payment relief plan right where if you look at your your budget and maybe look at it over the next 12 months 18 months 24 months what's your life going to cost you over those that time frame you know there's second mortgage products that you can essentially book you can renew your mortgage. You can then, you know, we can then set you up with a different product um, where you're going to basically get lent all that life expenses up front, hits your bank account, and we can cap the payments of that second mortgage. All, the technical term is interest reserve. Essentially, what it means is you're going to borrow those payments over that time frame, and then you've taken this extra 
chunk of money to get you through these next, again, 12, 18, 24 months, whatever that looks like. And there's no payment being made on the second, you know, on the second piece. Of course, you know, nothing's free. You will need to pay that out or reassess what that's going to look like in the next two years. But again, just to use a simple example, maybe someone's going on maternity leave. Maybe you're going back to school. Um, maybe you're a tradesman and, you know, you've got like two cycles of school coming up where you're going to go on EI and you, you you think this may be a benefit for you. There, there's always a few different things we can look at. Uh, and your mortgage maturity date is the best time to do it because if it involves moving you from your current lender to another, you're doing it free of charge, right? Just just to hammer this home is like getting your mortgage assessed from a mortgage broker is free, right? Like there's no cost to that. And also, if you're thinking, and I've had this conversation a lot in the last couple of weeks, don't hit my credit, don't hit my credit, don't hit my credit. The, us pulling your credit is not going to be the reason you don't get a mortgage right? Like that's not going to be the reason if there's something really wrong with your credit, like it, it has nothing to do with me pulling your credit. Um, it's because there's other issues, right? And this is sort of, if you even think there might be something wrong, speaking with a mortgage professional early, we can assess that, you know, well in advance, there's a few tricks you can apply a few strategies you can, you can take on to maybe repair your credit. So when it does come time to renew your mortgage, that's no longer an issue. So if Again, you're getting your mortgage assessed is free of charge and us pulling your credit or a mortgage broker pulling your credit is not going to be the reason you don't get qualified. Going through that whole process, if your current lender is actually coming up with the best scenario for you, we will happily push you back to that institution and we'll actually help you work with them to try to get a better offer from them. Like we'll give you some advice and some structure on how to negotiate with them. So again, like the free assessment, it's, it's a no brainer. <clears throat> it's a huge decision. This could be like a two, three, four, five year plan. Um, and yeah, the costs are just massive. I mean, I know a lot of this conversation is a little doom and gloom just because of what's going on. Life's very expensive. Mortgages are very expensive. There's a lot of payment shock, but there's a lot of situations where even if you're not being massively impacted by the current interest rate market, there are situations where still drawing money out could make sense, right? Like uh, incorporated business owners that are, you know, maybe they need to take a bunch of money out of their corporation, but it would actually be cheaper just to draw it from their equity in their primary residence, even if it is at a 6% interest rate, right? Rather than maybe a 40% tax bracket. Um, there's things to look at like that. People will leverage their their properties to invest money uh, and doing that in most situations, talk to your accountant, but the tax is, uh, uh, the interest is tax deductible, right? So there's a lot of other situations outside of just simply payment relief and consolidating debt and trying to get your payments down. There's a lot of other situations that could make sense to leverage equity. Um, and again, just a full open review is super important at Time of Renewal. Yeah, I, I'll just quickly jump in with one thing I just, I just thought of like paying off your mortgage like in Canada these days, like it's a marathon, not a sprint, right? So I'm going to steal an analogy, right? Like imagine paying your mor mortgage is like running a marathon. You're going to have flat hill, you're going to have, or sorry, flat, you're going to have uphill, you're going to have downhill. Like the reason we're kind of hitting on all this and yeah, maybe it does sound a bit doom and gloom, but it's because we've had an unprecedented run up in interest rates over the last 18 months, right? Anything in the last, whatever, 10 years, 15 years, hasn't been this payment shock up or down outside of the, maybe the launch of the pandemic, but that was all downhill, right? So it's, it's, you know, if you are considering rolling back or adding some money, just remember, like, we're going to be paying these mortgages off for a while. And, and if this gets you through the next, you know, whatever, one, two, three years, um, there's other things you can do to pay it off quicker. I just wanted to add that. Yeah, great points. And, and, and 
just getting into a bit more doom and gloom. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll try my best, but that I think it's important to touch on because there is positive in, in, in all of this, that there is options and they're, you know, working with a professional, there is creativity that we can, you know, apply to, to help here. And, and one of the, one of the big concerns that we talked about earlier in the episode, and I want to touch on this and, and maybe wrap up here is, is just qualification issues. Qualification issues would, would likely what we're seeing. Why, why are we seeing qualification issues? Interest rate. The interest rates are so much higher that the stress test is that much higher. That it's that much harder to qualify for anything, whether it's a line of credit or any of these changes that we're, we're suggesting might just be very difficult to qualify because of interest rates. So going back to that, you know, payment relief program, payment relief program is something that can mitigate qualification concerns as well. So in the event that you, you know, you just simply don't qualify for the current mortgage that you have and you can't make changes. Good news is, is you can just auto renew. You know, you can auto renew into one of these, you know, one of these quotes that the bank, your current bank gave you, you know, in those cases, we usually recommend auto renewing into a flexible product like a one year or a two year fixed mortgage or maybe a variable. So just to give you peace of mind, you don't have to qualify to auto renew. You can just sign that letter and take it. So back to, you know, shopping and making sure and looking at all these things, if we ultimately realize that you just can't move forward with any of these changes, you can take that auto renewal and then look at the equity relief program to add, you know, supplementary um, funds, income, what have you to to get through this time. So there there is still options. So again, don't be afraid if you don't qualify or you think you're going to have issues qualifying, even more reason to reach out if you're, if you're thinking of that or scared of that. Um, job loss, we're not seeing it so much yet. In fact, uh, the reports today are actually seeing incredible job strength right now. But in the case of a recession, which it's very likely that we're going to be dealing with, if we're not already dealing with that, we are going to see job loss. People are going to you know, potentially lose their jobs. In those cases, um, you're going to get your renewal. You're still going to have an ability to renew. Again, even more reason to reach out to us right away if you're dealing with that. We can build a plan that's very similar to what I just mentioned. There's still an option to renew your home and get relief. So don't don't be scared there. And then the last piece I just wanted to touch on, in case any of the other guys have something else to add, I just want to touch on costs. Number one question that comes up in these cases is, what is this going to cost me? And typically, if you're if you're taking action and doing some of these restructuring. Uh, you know, suggestions that we've made, there could be costs involved and the costs are typically going to be legal fees. So a lawyer to register the new mortgage on title, you know, anywhere from 1500 to $2,000 could be the cost of that. That is always built into the mortgage as well. So that's something that, you know, wouldn't be out of pocket and can be built in. In some cases, lenders um, may pay for those costs, whether it's a, you know, an in-house uh, legal service, like some of the banks offer. So you know, again, something we can always mitigate and work through with you. Um, and it would never be an out-of-pocket charge. And uh, and then appraisals. In, in a lot of cases, appraisals uh, could be required. A lot of times those are covered costs as well, but something to be prepared for. And on appraisals, and that's where I'll end off, back to a qualification piece, now could be the best time to, to do anything just from a, a, an evaluation of your home. We could see values going down slightly not I, I mean i wouldn't 
you know, be concerned that your values are going to plummet, but values could be going down in these times. That is something that that is to be aware of. And getting ahead of this again is even more important from that perspective is to establish the value that it is at today and make these adjustments based on that value. So that's, that's where I'll wrap up, uh, wrap up on, on my side, unless any of you guys have something to add um, from there. I'd say just treat your renewal like when you bought your home. You know, when you bought your home, you wanted the longest rate hold you could possibly get. With your renewal, you know, we can save rates up to 120 days, get a rate saved at the 120-day mark, and who knows what happens in the next four months. Maybe rates drop. If you're working with a mortgage broker, okay, well, maybe we're, we've got you approved at Bank A, maybe Bank B two months before renewal has a much better rate than we jump to bank B. So just kind of think of it like buying, but maybe in reverse. Awesome. So so just to, to, to remind everyone, there is a very detailed landing page that you can click on in the notes if you're if you're watching this uh, or you're, you're listening to this, uh, make sure to to grab the link and, and download the guide, uh, the it's essentially a, a very detailed guide, ebook structure for you to, to take away all, all these notes that we talked about and uh, don't hesitate to reach out. Reach out immediately if any of this uh, interests you or, or, or you're concerned about any of this, like reach out. We can set up a, uh, a meeting, a very in-depth meeting, go through your options. And we can do that immediately. So um, please don't hesitate to reach out regardless of your situation, regardless of your questions. No questions are a stupid question around this. And make sure to uh, download the guide and uh, be up to speed with this and be prepared.